Are you ready? Welcome to the Think Millions podcast, a channel where you get an unfiltered, raw, and authentic conversation about the challenges of being an entrepreneur and tips and tricks on how you can scale your business to the next level. If you are looking to scale your business, then you're in the right place. Introducing our host, Alexa Diagostino. Hello and welcome to the Think Millions podcast, a podcast where we come live every single week, bringing you real tips on how to scale your business. In today's episode, we're going to talk about something that many entrepreneurs struggle with, and it's creating a unique and memorable brand, right? Because there's so many brands out there now, and it's so global. It's it's not even like a local environment anymore where you're selling just in your city or even in your county. Now you're you're selling to the whole world. So it's not even like you have to be different to the three people down the street. Now you have to be different to everyone in the world, right? It's It makes it so, so difficult. So if your brand feels completely boring, it's time to inject some personality and differentiation into your marketing strategy. And we're going to talk about this today. And today I have Debbie Shannon with me. What is up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the best podcast on the airwaves. Thank you for being here. I've to- I've been told. I've been told it's the best podcast on the airway. And that we get a lot of comments, by the way, about our synergy on this podcast. Apparently, yeah. you and I have good synergy. They like when we fight. Come on, let's be real. Well, because I'm always right. That's why. But that's going to get boring soon. And people are going to start reading. Yeah, right. Episode. Like we 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 don't want a boring podcast. So, all right. So let let's talk. First, I think I, I've got to say this. First, you have to understand your brand is just not your logo. All right. Because everybody thinks it's like, oh, my brand is my logo. No, like your brand is so much more than that. It's the overall impression people feel. It's how you come across your messaging, your website, your imagery, your customer service, like all of that is brand and people don't think about it that way. Yeah. It's, it's, it doesn't operate in a vacuum. It's not colors. It's not font choice. It's none of that stuff. That's like the yellow pages model from like the fifties or something where you use some clip art. You had hello you know, pages model. You're you're uh, aging yourself here, girl. I didn't say I was around for that. I just know. <laughs> I remember the yellow pages, and you know, you would like you'd buy an ad in the. Yellow I do page. not. I do not I remember did. the yellow pages. Okay, well, there are audience members who want to hear what I'm having to say here because they're older than you. Like everybody listening, probably. So, do <laughs> you had success? I'm not early. that young. Come on. But we fought our way through that kind of stuff. And like, you just had to be, you just had to have a bigger Yellow Pages ad than the other guy or gal. You know what I mean? And and it like- was, but it was so much easier back then to market a company. Yep, Up right. until like 2008, when Facebook just came out, the only reason why I built a massive eight-figure company in my 20s was because I was the only freaking, you know, 18-year-old that understood how to market on social media. Yeah, and it wasn't a yeah. thing. So what did I do? I was the one that figured out how to do it. And everybody was like, oh, we need you. Oh, we need you. Oh, you're a techie. Oh, you're like, that's the reason why I I grew my company. So back then, that's that's how you stay. You stay ahead of curves and trends. That's why people listen to this podcast too and follow you, you know, is they're starting to see that you kind of have a tip of the spear mentality. You're always looking around the corner at the next thing. And that's why we're talking about injecting personality in your brand. It's no longer okay just to have a logo and colors, you've got to be everywhere with a with a consistent voice and look and feel and all the things you were talking about, customer service, all those things, you know, have to pay attention to it. Yeah. I mean, Better. most important thing is, look, in my opinion, you have to have a personality. We all know I have a personality. I All my customers have told me the reason why 
I hire you is because you curse, you <laughs> eat pe- peanut butter and jelly, and you eat mac and cheese, and you don't give a shit. I don't care that I'm a millionaire. I eat mac and cheese, people. It's so good. In fact, I want it right now. That's actually making yeah, me crave some <laughs> some Annie's white cheddar mac and cheese, baby. Ooh, so good. Let's get them to sponsor our our podcast so we can <laughs> sponsored by Annie's the Millionaire Lunch. <laughs> Annie's mac and cheese because this pod this podcast will teach you how to bring the cheddar. Okay. Ooh, shit! Dropping it, dropping it. <laughs> All right, really though. But think yeah. about it, like. People want to work with us because we're freaking cool. Not only are we good, but we have personality. We're not just these boring people. Like, look at the relationships we have with our clients, like for most of them, at least. (laughs) I think part of our brand personality is transparency. We are so ourselves in everything we do. We are honest. We're straightforward. What you see is what you get. There's not like versions of us. Like, clearly, look at how we show up on lives and on podcasts. Like, it's the same. You know, we're not, it it really is. Then you meet us in person and it's like amplified. We're even crazier. You have to understand that personality is important and what makes you different. And you have to identify what makes you unique and what sets you apart from your competitors. And, and so many people I've heard, they're like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Nothing separates me. Yeah. There is something that separates you. I know for a fact that we are a very, very unique marketing firm nobody has our entrepreneurial experience that we have. Very few people. We're entrepreneurs first, marketers second. This is why we're good. We're scrappy. We're fast. We know what works. We have tactic after tactic. If tactic one through five doesn't work, guess what? We have six through 10, but we have so many tactics under our belt. We will find a tactic that works for you. And that's part of the problem. And actually the last episode I just did, I talked about how you have to be nimble and stop doing tactics that don't work. Stop hiring people that are telling you to do these silver bullet tactics and they don't work for you. Just because it worked for 10 of their other clients does not mean it's going to work for you. And you have to be willing to test different things at, in a small measurable way. But what happens? People get sold on a call. They drop 10 grand rather than just tipping, like dipping your toe in, try it, test it out. And this is why people go belly up. And so there are things that make you different, but you're too busy wasting money hiring bad coaches and doing bad tactics. And instead, you're not sitting back and seeing what makes you different. It could be a different approach, a unique perspective, a special skill, a personality, like so many different things. But you have to have something that sets you apart. If you just go on and you're like... Hey, Debbie, I'm a website developer and I work in WordPress and I have really pretty websites. They're going to be like, okay, I'm going to go talk to the literally 10 other million people that do the same shit you do. But if I came on, I'm like, Debbie, what's up? I know you're in construction. I've done, this is my specialty. I am an expert in construction and not only building you a website that looks beautiful, but converts because that's what you want. And that's my specialty. That's what makes me different. And I have done this for seven other builders just like you. And here are some of the results that I've gotten. Whatever it is, I'm making up, but that sounds a lot better than I do websites that look pretty. Yeah, there's no personality in that. Like, it's kind of like saying if, 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 okay, we use dating. Sometimes we use dating and marketing as the same thing. Like if you put on a dating profile, your name, 
How is dating yeah, and marketing on. the same I've thing? I've heard you. I've heard you do it. Well, Every- no. What I'm saying is everything in life is marketing. If you're not good at sales and yes. marketing, you got to be because whether like yesterday I had to sell my wife, I really wanted to go. I don't know if you saw my TikTok, but I really wanted to go to this really fancy restaurant. You know why and- I noticed it? Because you had dumped a shit ton of work on me right before. (laughs) Well, what happened was, is we were going furniture shopping. We had an appointment and we went to our hardware restoration, restoration hardware. I mean, uh, RH. And so while we were there, I was like, babe, I really want to go to their restaurant and have some drinks. But like, I mean, we ended up spending literally $600 just on a few drinks and a few appetizers. It's like stupid expensive. And she was like, well, I don't, I don't really want to spend the money. We just bought a house and I had to sell it. I had to sell it. I'm like, well, it's an experience that like, we can't not live, babe. And I sold it. We ended up going. I love that. And here's the thing. That's your personality. One of the things about you is you're persistent, you're relentless. You just mentioned like if this set of tactics doesn't work, we're going to use this set of tactics. This is how we operate. Like we, there's no quit in us. And that's part of our brand personality. That's yeah, that's our brand that makes us unique. But it's also through storytelling. Your brand and what makes you different and your advantage could be your story. People love stories and they like to remember your brand through a compelling story if it resonates to them. So this could be a story of how you started your business, a customer success story, a fictional story, whatever it is. It could be how you got started. It could be why you fell in love with marketing, whatever it is, that could be your differentiator. Yeah. Well, I think that people get a little scared, especially if they're a solopreneur, a coach, a consultant, you know, they're in the service delivery model business. They're not necessarily a big company. They're like, how do I have a brand? And it, a lot of it is just the person at the center of it, but it's also, you know, your story, your background story and that kind of stuff. And it can be as simple as if you're known for, I don't know, collecting certain things, or you're a big film buff, or, you know, there's things about you, you can even incorporate that. I see you do it. I love that. Yeah. Tell me even like humor and wit, right? So yesterday when we were at our age and we went upstairs, our, our waitress was so funny and she like, we ended up giving her a hundred dollar tip because she was just so good. And she was like, funny and witty. And I'm like, where's the bath? She goes, we don't have one. You can go in the fountain. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, wait, what? And so like, I kind of played into it, but like, this is what this waitress is saying, right? In this really fancy restaurant, but like she has created her own persona and brand of herself, right? And it made me like, want to spend more money and be around. And, you know, so you have to remember that you can be appropriate or not appropriate. You can add humor. I think that's part of what makes us fun to be around too. And and you you could do whatever you want. And there's so many different ways and you can't be afraid to stand out on what makes you important. Maybe it's your values that make you different. Well, and okay, so to your point, marrying those two things together, talking about storytelling, we all know that storytelling is what evokes emotion. Facts don't evoke emotion. The story around the facts is what evokes emotion. And emotion is what generates buying and selling and those kinds of things. Like, you know, when when you're looking at furniture or whatever, you're picturing it at home with your family and, and friends and what you'll be doing, you know, so it's all about it's all about emotion. So using story around what you do and creates a certain bonding that happens with your quote unquote brand and or you that allows people to draw closer to your world and say, hey, I relate to that or she's funny, or she's this, or she's that. And I love how real they are because we are in the age of real. It is no longer 
polished, perfect, produced. It is real, raw, and you better bring the real or people are just going to skip over you because they want to see behind the scenes. Look at what celebrities are doing. You remember like back in the day, the only way you could see a celebrity was ride one of those bus tour things by their house and you hope they were getting <laughs> yeah. their mail. Right. Like and a now stalker. they're right. And now they're I'm all stalking on- you. I'm riding a, I'm riding a bus to see you, but and you now- bring up a good point, Debbie. It's like, okay, what are signs that my brand is boring? And that's kind of like what, where I hear you going. It's like, You've got to understand if your brand isn't working. So let, let's give a couple things. You know, one is lack of engagement. If you see nobody engaging with you, nobody coming forward, like we had two leads this morning. I have no idea where they even came from. Like, I mean, I do, but like, it's because they're clearly watching our stuff on social and our podcast. And so we know our stuff is resonating. We know things are working. So we have leads coming in. We have people engaging with people writing, saying, I listen to your podcast. I, I love your brand. I love what you're about. And so if you don't have engagement, and you're, if you're constantly putting, like we had a client and I kept saying to him, I'm like, dude, your branding right now is boring because you're not in it. And even when you are in it, it's like, I do this, my name, it like like a robot, like you've got to put some personality in it. And then the second thing is if your brand is not different, we've talked about this, right? Like if your brand isn't different and you look like everyone else, it's like we had a meeting this morning and our team handed us a campaign for a client. And what, what did I say, Debbie? You remember? Uh, I mean, I say a lot, a lot of things. But <laughs> basically we had to completely blow it up and come up with something new, right? Because I said, it sounds like everyone else. It It literally sounds like everyone else. And that's the problem in higher ed, for example, and some of these big industries is like, everybody just sounds like everyone. Oh, you get a career. Oh, 98% job placement, blah, 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 blah. It is boring as shit. So you have to have a unique personality. You have to have a unique voice. You have to have a unique tone. You have to, like you said, create that emotional connection with the audience. Yeah. And if you don't, they're just going to, they're going to be bored. You're going to have a boring brand and they're going to skip over boring. you. You won't stand out. And this is the thing, like in real life, we do this. Like if we're trying to sell somebody on going to the rooftop bar or, you know, sell a family member on a trip or, you know, whatever it is, we're trying to paint a picture through story or whatever description that gives them the vision that you have so that they agree to the thing. That's what we do in life. And for some reason, people are still stuck on this, like it's a logo, it's colors, it's a tagline, and that's enough. Well, okay. Or they spend so much money hiring people to to do it. Yeah. My brand was awful when I got started and I still made money. I made literally six figures in the first 60 days of creating Think Tank. I barely even had a logo. I didn't have a brand. It was actually even, it wasn't even called Think Tank back then, like, you know, you, you just have to get going and modify it as you go, but ask for feedback. Yeah. If you have no results, it's because people aren't resonating with you. Either your offer sucks or, or your brand sucks. And yeah, the brand, and guess what, is you. You can find out too. Like if you've had at least one client or customer, you can ask when you think of blank and say your company name, when you think of Think Tank, what do you think? What, what comes to mind? I love asking people that open-ended question because they'll come with it. They'll they'll come out with the bottom line things that are really deep in their consciousness around your brand. They'll tell you what they think. Like I did, a, you know, back, gosh, a couple of years ago, I did a survey of people I'd worked with on my coaching. And I was like, what do you think of when you think of working with, you know, Deborah Shannon Coaching or Shannon Consulting? And it's right on the tips of their tongues. 
You know, yeah. one of the words I got over and over again was honest and real and like ha- kind of hardcore, you know, so like <laughs> kind of hardcore. hardcore, you mean very hardcore, uh, maybe, but it's important guys. Look at the end of the day, there's plenty of different signs you can see for brand is boring. And if it's not resonating, a, mm-hmm. you have no sales, no leads, no engagement. It means you're boring. Nobody's and you got to take a step you. back. Nobody's referring anybody. Like, are people talking about, hey, you know, oh, I've worked with so-and-so and they're great. And, you know, that's one of the things we benefit from that you've built over time is your network of people who know what you do, know how you do it, and they understand your brand and they send people to you, you know, because they know what, you, what you're about. But well, we're good at what we do. We care about our customers more than we care about our sales. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. And it's part of our brand, part of our DNA. Customer mm-hmm. service and, and execution is part of our brand. It's why we sell people in and it's why we keep people in because that's the most important thing. So look, you have to care about your brand. You have to take a step back. And if you're making no money right now, you have to ask yourself, does my brand suck? <laughs> like it's, you know, and if it does, just tweak it, change it, keep modifying it until all of a sudden it works and you have a following, you have an audience, and you don't have to have an audience to make money. And I think that's a huge misperception too. Just remember that at the end of the day, if you don't have a good brand, if you don't have a personality, you're not going to make sales. And that's one of the things we work on with our with our clients a lot is developing that brand voice, the brand vibe, the brand tone, the brand personality, all those things. Because it, it, they're really, it's kind of, it's alchemy, right? It's a little bit of art and a little bit of science all at the same time, because it, you, you want to build a brand for the audience you're attempting to attract. You don't want to build a brand that attracts the wrong audience. And we've had clients who have done that. And they've built this audience of people they can't monetize, or they, you know, they've built a following that loves their stuff, but expects everything for free. And, and because they haven't done a good job of really kind of driving through that brand, the messaging of what you offer and for what you know, value or money or price or whatever you want to call it. So it, it, in the end, it's very bottom line. Boring brands mean bad bottom lines. Ooh, that's good. All right, everybody. I hope that this was helpful. And just, so, just to recap what we talked about, because I, I got feedback from one of our clients. They said they love our podcast and they wish that we just did a recap. And I was like, that's like really good feedback. I, I was appreciative of that. So You have to first understand what's important to you and your brand. And you have to understand that your brand is more than a logo. The second thing is you need to identify what makes you unique, what sets you apart from your competitors. The third is you have to build a story. You have to build a brand that has a personality, whether it's humor, whether it's wit, whether it's, you know, emotion, whatever it is, you, you have to inject something into your brand. You can't just be a bunch of talking points and, You can't be afraid to stand up for your values. A lot of times values, people want to do business with people they know, like, and trust. Don't be afraid to stand up for who you are and what's important to you and what's important to your brand. And of course, you want to make sure that you are injecting some sort of personality into your brand because without personality, your brand is just boring. So that's the summary. Hopefully this was helpful. If you haven't already hit that subscription button, give us a five-star review. We love these reviews. It keeps us going. And if you want more, you can go to thinkmillions.com and we will see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Think Millions Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. 
and we'll catch you in the next episode.